Ahem. Excuse me, Mr. McMorrow. I have a wager for you. A wager, you say? A wager, indeed. Do you want me to now eat you... this broken glass? No, 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 I... no, please stop. No, no, I... Oh, my. Well, I'm not taking that wager. So that was not blood. the wager. I ask you to just sit on your hands, not eat any more broken glass. Okay. Uh, and uh, I will. I have a proposition I be honest, for I don't you. I can't eat it anymore. I don't feel so good. Oh, I mean, don't ever show your hand like that, because what if the wager is to eat more broken glass? <laughs> no, I didn't say. Let me ask no. you before we go any further with this theater of the mind. Just put a pause. Oh on no, this I'm for not a breaking character. You Absolutely don't. Not. You don't have to break character, but I'm just going to pause my guy for a second. Oh, Did that okay. sound like somebody eating glass? Nope. It sounded like a, a real, like, real, like, uh, low-rent public access cookie monster. Right. Maybe you, you could throw I mean? some not... glass sounds in there, tech guy. It's not Sesame Street. It's Sesame, uh, like, road? All right. Road. And back to Unpaid. scene. Wait, you and... say, good sir? Oh, wait. I... I reckon that no man could travel around the world in 80 days. The flat world. The flat world. Yeah, well, that's obvious. That's why you can't get around it. That's it's not round. Obviously. It's flat. It's a riddle of the mind, you're saying. But what I would wager is that a man could go from flat corner to corner in 69 days. Nice. Oh, Nice. nice. Do you think you could make it from the top left corner to the bottom right corner, up to the top right corner, and back to the bottom left corner, and then back up to the top left corner of the flat world, which we agree, of course, is flat and has defined corners in 69 days? Can you do... Can you... I got to do it like an X? Can I not yes. do it in a square? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I mean, I think it would be challenge. easier that way. I think that... Or would it? I think that they say that the quickest... Oh, I'm sorry, Copernicus. I didn't realize I was talking to fucking Rene Descartes of fucking geometry over here. Who's this fellow you're saying? The father of geometry, Rene Descartes? No, Copernicus. Oh, he's a map guy, star maps. Explain, uh, when did he die? Just give me a little oh. uh, give me a little insight into this fellow. Oh, you want insight into the life and times of Copernicus? Roger Copernicus. No, Nicholas Copernicus. Oh, that's a fun name. It was a Renaissance polymath. Oh, I hate people like that. Yes, he does Always math and he swings. Always quoting numbers. He was a mathematician and astronomer. Always and, carrying uh, ones and then trying to hide them on you and then call the cops. This guy is con. He. <gasps> Whoa, what happened? I am. Oh, I am furious here. This gentleman, Copernicus, he reckons that instead of the sun traveling around the flat earth, the flat earth travels around the sun. Oh, we got to burn this motherfucker. We have to kill Nicholas Copernicus, born February 19th, 1473 in Thorn, Royal Prussia, Poland. All Copernicus is a bastards. Let's take the family name and wipe it off the planet. Let's wipe our Earth. hineys with it. What do you say we do that? We take it. A Copernicus genocide. Are you in? Well, I don't know if we want to go that far. Oh, then you're not Let's in, my friend. Let's just kill the firstborn Copernicuses. Ah, and then we'll put blood on the doors. Yeah, that'd be fun. 
Amen to that, friends. And then you know what that's going to do? It's going to we're going to be able to fix her up and then sell her because those people will be dead. The property brothers will come right in. <laughs> you know, I love those guys. They're they're fun. Didn't one they of them have sells. The one of them builds. Back in ancient Egypt. Uh, Wait a minute. So what between where between you where are I? We? I keep thinking <laughs> of a different movie. The king and I oh, is that... of Son. I am. Oh, the king and I are getting here. Getting to know you. Oh, I love it. I didn't sit love through that. To know I can't you. believe that that. Fuck this shit. Yeah. We watched Shut it some down, of the worst dude. movies ever made. How was this... it dominated? Let Why alone... did we do this to ourselves? We watched Around the World in 80 Days. It sucks. It sucks. Stupid. It sucks. So enjoy the See you rest next of the week. show. Theme song. We're going to be angry. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's two boys in a balcony, not in a hot air balloon. Oh, imagine if not on a train. A, a hot air balloon would be a good substitute for a balcony. Not in a boat that we just have to absolutely we could, destroy. We could still throw popcorn at them. No, we could drop bit on them. Pies, dimes, with nickels. peanut M and M's in the back. Dude, of I head. love going up in a hot air. Nothing better, Billy. Going up in a hot air balloon, bag of pennies, flying over a metropolitan area, and just braining people with just, those fucking pennies. Just as t- the pennies reach terminal just velocity, revenge for perceived just, slights. Just <laughs> ripping through people's skulls. Little little coin slots in the back of their head. I think this is the area enter. where my boss lives. Fucking throw yep. ten dollars worth of pennies down there. Just if you don't hit him, house. you might hit one of his kids. Chucking baloney on his Maserati. Oh, that should li- that'll rip the paint right off. <laughs> Baloney's a paint eater. You don't know that. It'll fucking just. Proce- all, I think all processed meats are. Oh, yeah, but yeah. bologna's the smelliest of them. If all. you think it'll fuck up your Maserati, you should see what it does to your tummy, to your belly line. The thing is, look, you could you could use any deli meat to strip the paint off a car, but bologna is the most insulting. Oh, you know I mean? you you're in, full of bologna, and so is your car. If I chuck half a pound of market basket roast beef on your car, first of all, that at this point is now $17. <laughs> it seems I too expensive. I was going to go get a nice, I was going to get a nice some bulky rolls, a little bit of provolone, and uh, I was gonna get a half, just a half pound of roast beef. Make some sandwiches for nice the lunch. Thin Too cut. expensive. Nice thin cut roast beef. Too expensive. Completely, just the the color of a crayon pink. Not cooked in any way. That's how I like roast Almost beef. Hey, you and me mm. both, friend. But uh, too expensive, man. This this Joe Biden. <laughs> this I, 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 I gotta tell you. I'm not liking this character. You know what it is? It's because he's taking all the roast beef sandwiches for himself. Yeah, the price of roast beef has gone up, but the price of a cone at 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 cre- uh, at, uh, at Cold Stone Creamery has gone way down. It's it's the coastal elites eating all the protein. My my guy Joe Biden's giving uh, preferential treatment. You telling me to you went the goddamn ice cream? Are you industry. saying? Are you telling me? I'm telling you. You went this to Cold guy, Stone Creamery and you got a deal. 
this guy Joe Biden is cutting. This is what the lamestream media is not going to tell you, folks. Joe Biden is cutting deals with Ben. He's cutting deals with Jerry. Both Brigham's. of them. Are you Yo, saying yeah. like no separate deals? Separate He's trying deals. to break them up. Yeah, dude. Hey, He's don't tell to get Jerry ben. about this. He wants Ben ice cream on the East Coast. Jerry hey, ice cream on the ben West Coast. Don't about this. This fucking deal is off. They're trying to do some fucking tax gambit where they're going to split the company, and it's just going to be Ben. Ben's getting chunky monkey. Jerry's getting chubby hubby. It's no good. How long did you work on this riff? What riff? This is this the goddamn is the truth. truth. This is from CNN.com. No, the New York Times <laughs> won't report it, but I will. Man, we're hitting, Joe Biden, we're hitting buttons today. He loves ice cream, and he doesn't love anything else. Can't get toilet paper. I'm wiping my ass with goddamn extra ballots from the 2020 election. That I, I have had that so I many to... of them in my basement. So... They kept mailing them I to thought me. I was going to be able to use them all before the end of the election, and I... I just didn't want to. I misjudged. Fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, let's go. Uh, let's go ice cream. <laughs> let's go ice cream. Oh, jeez. Uh, these riffs. That's rough stuff out it's there, man. It's hard to get a riff today because of, oh, yeah. of the supply the chain. supply chain. <laughs> They're all stuck on a fucking container ship in fucking <laughs> the fucking Gulf of Mexico. Goddamn pirates are down there and fucking they're they're showing up in you know fucking nineteen eighty six New New England Patriots Super Bowl all, fucking t shirts. All our punchlines are are on cue at the port of Los Angeles. Yeah, these fucking TikTokers are stealing all these punchlines. Oh, what do you think about the TikTokers stealing the punchlines? I'm sick of it. I've had it up to <laughs> hit the button, Jerry. Sick of it. Wooga wooga. <laughs> up to here, the awooga alarm just went off. I'm steaming mad. I'm furious. furious. I mean, do the research. What are these TikTokers stealing all these punchlines for God get your own punchlines, TikTokers. Stop, dude, dude. I let's break. We're having fun here. TikTok is the fucking worst. If you're on it, you're an idiot. I'm okay. Not, I'm back not into on the scene. it, but my wife so, loves Jesus it. Jesus Christ, leave her. No, I know you need her to like survive, survive. and for groceries and stuff. That, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? If she start, she Ugh. sends me a lot of TikToks, and I'm like Nicole. Don't do Stop it. Stop sending me TikToks. And get off Facebook, please. These fucking lip sync videos and shit. Oh, it's fucking garbage. Oh, man, no I need to, to see a video of three friends doing the same dance together. It's, it is pretty good, though. <laughs> that one was pretty good. That one? I get a lot of, like, uh, of, uh, I don't know why... On my Facebook, it's nothing but just dude. Uh, get out of Facebook. What? It, well, I, I so bad, I just, dude. Well, you know you got to stay informed. No, so. you don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. Gotta... Oh, I'll just be ignorant <laughs> like you. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll just get my news from a fucking uh, newspaper. Dude, I can't okay, even. Okay, cool, Billy. I can't cool, even Bill. imagine being on Facebook at, at this the year. I mean, of legally, our Lord. you're not allowed on there anymore. The year That's of the our problem. Lord, twenty twenty two. Twenty-two thousand, two hundred thousand. Such 22. a bad place. They should be charged with war crimes. I mean, I don't. I mean, that it seems extreme, but I'm down. Oh, it's I just not extreme for what they've done around the world, dude. I just, I'm happy to give the work to the Hague. You know, bring them up. You're just hoping that you can get appointed jury duty in the Hague. Oh, dude, can you fucking imagine, imagine how that. nice that would be? Getting on a plane first Six class months. to Switzerland, <laughs> sitting in Geneva. <laughs> Just in a in a in solitary confinement. Eating fruit roll ups all day. Oh 
God. Punching out the shapes, making little scenes, <laughs> putting them on the wall as like as I'm as I'm denied access to sunlight and fresh air. <laughs> Living in the COVID rented. hotel. I get nothing but Rick and Morty fruit roll-ups. I'm, I'm acting out my favorite scenes. <laughs> Rick and scenes. Morty fruit roll-ups. Oh, I'm sticking Pickle Rick to the wall and doing the whole episode. I know it back and forth. What are we talking about? I don't about? know. Let's just shut it off, man. 12 All minutes right, is days. for an episode. I think so. <laughs> for this fucking movie. Dude, every what? movie this week was like three fucking hours. What is your problem? It was. 1957? Six? Dude, I, gotta, I have a theory. What year are we 1950. This is the 19. We're celebrating the films of 1956. It's the 29th Academy Awards. 11 years I gotta, have gone by since the last shot of World War II. Korea's probably still I have happening. a theory that this is the like one of the first years that movies... You hear these things? The flickering image on celluloid? 35 frames a second or something like that. The celluloid, the... Dark the projector theater. rolling. A dark theater. Popcorn. The lights. Ooh, popcorn the in the flashing lab. images. A flaccid you know, penis stuck into the Jody Foster's of that beautiful bag. face telling me to kill Ronald Reagan. at first, but it will grow. Um, Can you cut that riff out? I don't like the flaccid penis riff that I just made up on the While spot. you were doing that, I was doing a I Love Jody Foster's telling me to kill the president riff. We should listen to each other. We would have a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen. Did but... you, are you the Ronald Reagan guy? No. What's no, his no, name? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, we talked about him last week, yeah. didn't we, folks? John Hankley Jr. John Hankley Jr. Who killed uh, John Lennon? Uh... Mark Philip David Seymour. Chapman. Don't look Mark it up, David you fucking Chapman. idiot. I can see you looking it up. Philip Lynn Baker. Right? It was Philip Lynn Baker from Perfect Strangers. Are you talking about Mr. Bookman? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Perfect Strangers is a show I don't like. Balky, you fucking dipshit. Philip Lynn Baker. Who the fuck you is that? You don't like Cousin Balky? I don't. No, not really. Balky Bartokamus. Dude, I don't know. Perfect strength. What are we Mark doing? Lynn Let's talk Baker. about the Mark movie Lynn. we're talking about. Eh, I'm having a stroke. Oh, well, yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about films. We love them. They're too long this we week. We love some oh, of them. These ones are not Lynn particularly. Baker. Mark Lynn Baker. That was going to drive me crazy. Uh, are the you talking about Academy. the kid that played Zach on Saved by the Bell? No, Mark Paul Gosselaar? Yes. 29th Academy Awards, March 27th, 1957. We're doing this split coast bullshit still. Fuck it. I don't care for Ar- it. We're at the RKO Pantages Theater, and we're at the NBC Century Theater in New York City. Jerry Lewis is back. Oh. He crushed it last year. Fuck it. Doing his shtick, dressing like a bellboy, dropping stuff, going, lady! And then Celeste Blaming Holmes. immigrants. Oh, Celeste Holm. Oh, yeah, Celeste Holm from All About Eve. We love her. All About Eve, and she was just in... Uh, and she was in Gentleman's Agreement. Uh, something else, though, that we just did, right? Uh, uh, maybe I am thinking about All About Eve. Uh, she was in A Letter to Three Wives, which oh, you watched. All that. About Eve. Yeah, no, no, she hasn't been really in anything. She's, she's, you know, well, she's probably dead now. Oh, yeah, no, certainly. 
Uh, you know, I I actually don't. Yeah, 2012, we missed her. God damn it, she would have loved this COVID, and uh, she was a big fan. She loved. She, it reminded her of the Pantages Theater. <laughs> she loved unity in the country coming together <laughs> to solve problems. Rationing sugar for World War Two. Right. Oh, <laughs> folks. We're having a Imagine nice... trying to get people to ration sugar for the war effort now. What the fuck do you mean I can't get my n- oh, nuggets? I'm having extra sugar. I need 15 sugars. You can't sugar. tell me. I need 15 sugars in my mochaccino. Fuck the boys overseas. Dude, I can't go to a Mary Lou's without them asking me to put my pants on. Good riff. Good riff. Very local. Lady. Um, they keep letting Jerry Lewis, but they don't ask Dean Martin to show up, huh? No, he's just, he's he, Dean Martin's over there being in fucking oh, good boy, movies, boy. probably. Oh, boob. Hey, hey, that's Murray. Well, um, hey, I'll show you. Uh, I have another gin spritzer, big guy. Uh, five nominees this year, not one of them under two hours, not one of them under two hours and 15 minutes, three of them over three hours, one of them over four hours long. Insane. What the fuck are we doing? I could not go to a movie theater, and this is not this is not stadium seating with the fucking reclining no, no, chair. This is Fenway Park. This is stiff back, yeah. Floppy chair, and you're sitting there for four fucking hours, chain smoking, watching the Ten Commandments. Oh, getting blown. No, that's one of the commandments. No, it isn't. I bet they were raptured. They were like, oh, I've never seen an elephant before. Wow. I mean, Look I bet it was, it was pretty amazing back then, I bet. It was pretty amazing, but I've seen um, Dr. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy, so I know that animals can talk, so this ain't nothing. Oh, I was talking about the Ten Commandments. I wasn't talking about... Oh, all of them. All of these movies. The two that I watched out of the five both had large numbers of animals. And multiple locations and casts of thousands and were both extremely boring. And neither one was a musical? It's so weird. Yeah, no. The the musical is the shortest nominee. Is that the King and I, right? The King and I. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the nominations for the best picture of uh, the year. Yeah. Uh, let's shout out uh, some uh, notable omissions. Of course, uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Killing comes out this year. Oh, I just rewatched that. So good. Uh, excellent film. I don't know that it's, I don't know if any year it would ever get a best picture nomination. I think it's but better it's really than every great. other movie this year. Yes. Just Certainly. by virtue of its length. And then uh, John Ford's The Searchers is this year. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, that John, Wayne, John Wayne, Natalie Wood. Yeah, John Wayne has to go, uh, him and uh, another guy go to try to rescue Natalie Wood. It's uh, From the boat? The... From Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken? <laughs> yeah, and they don't get there in time, Fuck. folks. It's a tragedy. Uh, it's the basis, uh, George Lucas stole it, uh, for Star Wars. What? It's one of the, yeah, it's, he's, The Searchers is one of the movies that he just, like, was just, like, just, like, the uh, plot, yeah. the plot device. Yeah, this, um, yeah, this, uh, this, yeah, we'll have The Searchers, and it'll in be, space. uh. Is it Kermit yeah, the Frog? Space. Are you doing Kermit the Frog? 
I mean, you got to hear George Lucas speak. It's not that bad. Uh, 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 uh. Luke, the first Luke. nomination hey, is Luke. this. I'm your father. Oh, oh, I'm your father over here. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Oh, I have croissant hair. There is no trial to do. Use the force, bitch. <laughs> You're so funny with, is that Baby Yoda? That Baby Yoda over here. <laughs> Baby Yoda wants some pussy. What? Yeah, Baby Yoda needs to get some pussy over here. Baby Yoda, stop it. We're talking about the films of 1956. You're talking Seven. about the films of 1956. I'm talking about getting some pussy. Is that, I just want any time. Is this Baby Yoda's bit? He's, he's always after pussy. <laughs> I'm sitting in the bed all the time. I'm ready to go whenever. Is hey. this... Baby Yoda in the locker room? What's happening? Yeah, this is Baby Yoda <laughs> locker room chalk. This is boys being boy. You grab by the pussy. I'm moved on him like a bitch. Uh, it's a good thing George Lucas is not a very litigious fellow. Oh, yeah, I tell you, we run him like a bitch, too. Come at me, George Lucas. I'm ready anytime you want, bitch. Come get this smoke, bitch. Allegedly. Baby Yoda, sit down. Sit down. Go sit down, you fat fuck. Whoa. Holy shit. Baby Yoda. I like this Baby Yoda fella. Yeah, shut up, Smokey. You <laughs> fucking die too. Fuck. <laughs> fucking Johnny Emphysema's on the car. He's trying to give me grief. Fucking suck my butt. Shut sit the down. fuck up, I'm gonna Baby take Yoda. <laughs> Dude, kill Baby Yoda's mic, would you? <laughs> I'm going to take a Baby Yoda shit on your Baby Yoda grave. All right, that's too much. Yeah, that was too far. My mother has a Baby Yoda grave, <laughs> so I take that personally. Your mother was a Baby Yoda. Yes, she was. She gave me that Baby Yoda. Don't even say it. <laughs> Don't even fucking say it, Baby Yoda. Chill out. All right, I understand. There's a line I see. I see it now. <laughs> This is the worst ventriloquist show I've ever watched. <laughs> Damn, our numbers are dropping in real time. <laughs> People are returning the podcast? Oh, returning it. I'd like to bring this back to Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, this thing's broken. All right. Good bit. I... Ladies and gentlemen, today Baby Yoda was played by Keegan Michael Key. Your research. You know, I like elk. Like eating it, smoking it. Oh, Joe okay. Rogan likes elk. All right, we went too far. Then how many? Was... You went too far, Billy. All right, you crossed the line. I, I gave you the runway to do the fucking silly voice I all that time. I apologize. Yeah, it was, it's just get, I don't uh, know what that was. Good luck with the pussy get, <laughs> baby Yoda. <laughs> Thanks, Chief. <laughs> You got it, dog. I sent your pics. You get my little Grogu dick. It's not what child porn hell? if it's a little alien. All right. Come on, I'm, baby Yoda. You're being ridiculous. I'm 50 years old. You're being I'm ridiculous. We all see you as a baby. I'm 50 years old. Yeah, but that's not old. how we see you. Yeah, time works different for whatever baby Yodas are. If we but saw time works you as an adult. 
If we saw you as an adult, we'd be like, it's fine if you fucking suck. But you're a baby, Yoda. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a creature. There's only been three of me in recorded media. There's me, baby Yoda, and then there's Waddle. Okay? So we need to fucking chill out. We need to repopulate the damn species. I got this. I'm carrying this seed around in these big old baby Yoda nuts. I got to spread my seed like Johnny Appleseed, bitch. I got to repopulate the baby Yodas. Babies have baby Yodas having babies. All right. Friendly Persuasion, directed by William Wyler. It's the story of a family of Quakers in Indiana in 1862. What Get is the your name popcorn, of this one? folks. Friendly Persuasion, directed by William Wyler. Of oh, course, my Willie hero. Wise. Willie Wyler. The story of a family of Quakers in Indiana in 1862. Their religious sect is strongly opposed to violence and war. It's not easy for them to meet the rules of their religion in everyday life, but when southern troops pass the area, they are in real trouble. Should they fight? Despite their peaceful attitude? You gotta fight despite your peaceful attitude, I think. Uh trailer for this didn't look too bad. Wasn't streaming uh was too long. 137 minutes. Gary Cooper, Dorothy McGuire. Oh, Gary Cooper's still making fucking movies. Yeah. Uh the debut of uh young Mr. Anthony Perkins. I wonder how old would... his girlfriend is in this one. Anthony Perkins. No, oh, Gary his Cooper's. wife? Yeah. Uh oh, he's a married man. Uh Dorothy McGuire. Let's uh I can probably get you that info. He's gotta be forty years older than her. She was uh, Dorothy McGuire, of course, the girlfriend from Gentleman's Agreement. And uh Is she was she the one that had the uh She's the one that's trying to hide the uh which one was Gentleman's Was she Agreement? the one that was like, uh, you can't be Jewish? She was the one that uh, you can't be Jewish, I believe. Let me just confirm that. Yeah, she's the uh, she's the fucking yeah. Because that Celeste Cary Holm, Grant, right? That was Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck. God damn Celeste, it, Bill. Celeste so Holm is the one that stupid. we were like, you are really are fucking so bad. fucking stupid. Uh, Gary Cooper, when were you born, you old piece of he shit? He was born nineteen oh one. Oh, then she. That's it, only a was that Gary year Cooper? Difference. Probably. Yeah, because uh, yeah. we looked at High Noon. Yeah, nineteen oh one. Yeah, she was born in nineteen sixteen, so it ain't great, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's better. And we're getting closer. Yeah. Uh, this looked. Uh, it's a Civil War movie with uh, people that are afraid to shoot. Wear guns. a black on brown when they shot the man who said peace could last forever. And in my first memories, they shot Kennedy. I went numb when I learned to see, and so I never fell for Vietnam. We got the Wallaby Sea to remind us all you can't trust freedom when it's not in your hands. When everybody's fighting for their promised land, I don't need your civil war. That civil war? What was that? Or a different civil war. Were you talking about a different civil war? I was talking about Captain America Civil War. Giant! Directed by George Stevens. Oh, look out, George Stevens, you son of a bitch. George Stevens is a son of a bitch. Oh, I've always said I, that. I don't know why I thought he... Okay. Yeah, George Stevens direct Giant His mother a was movie. a bitch. Of huge scale and grandeur in which three generations of land-rich Texans love, swagger, connive, and clash in a saga 
of family strife, racial bigotry, and conflict between cattle barons and newly rich oil tycoons. Elizabeth Taylor, Rock Hudson, James Dean. It was a good movie. I saw this yeah, one. Yeah, I got. It. I have it lined up to watch someday. I just got to find uh, two hundred and one minutes. A uh, hundred and one minutes. Uh, James Dean gets. He's the only actor in history to get two posthumous Oscar nominations. He got nominated for Rebel Without a Cause and for Giant. He didn't get. It was East of Eden and Giant. Rebel Without a Cause is this. The year one. before, right? Uh, same year, but he got the East of Eden nod instead. Uh, and then he gets nominated for Giant, does not win. And still uh, remain dead? Still dead. That's still crazy. Very, that is crazy. Very much dead. Giant. Giant was long. good. Young Liz Taylor. Yeah. I want to I wanna see it. I've wanted to see it for a long time, and I just I don't have a day to watch it. Giant, the king and I. Directed by Walter Lang, widowed Welsh mother Anna, fuck that last name, becomes a governess, an English tutor to the wives and many children of the stubborn King Mongut of Siam. Anna and the king of a clash of personalities as she works to teach the royal family about the English language, customs, and etiquette, and rushes to prepare a party. For a group of European diplomats who must change their opinions about the king. Oh, so colonialism. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Deborah Curry, <laughs> Gould Brenner, Rita Morano. Uh, I wanted to watch this. It was not She's going to teach them the one true God. Uh, I do like some of the music from The King and I. No, you don't. Ro- Rogers and Hammerstein. You really don't. Yes, I do. Now, you've been saying that for years because you wanted to fit in with all the kids in uh in high school in the theater I want to I want to make it very clear that at no point in my entire life have I ever been peer pressured into liking The King and I <laughs> I think you might have been No Nope never Star Wars yep sure uh other things yeah But The King and I no one's ever been like come on dude you fucking you know you dude, like you it love right you know Brenna. you you know you fucking like it you love shall we dance? Hey, we're all going to sneak out tonight and go recreate that pivotal scene in The King and I. Oh, it's going to be fucking awesome, dude. We're going to sit down and we're going to sing Get It On Getting To Know All About You. And then we're going to fuck. Oh. Because that's what we mean when we say all about you, inside and out. Uh, We're going to yeah, learn how beautiful a person you are and how ugly we can make you at, at the same I time. I, I for sure don't care for this discussion. Oh, okay, uh, Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Baby Yoda. Yul Brenner wins uh, Best Actor for The King and I. He oh, beats James he? Dean. He beats Kirk Douglas for Lust for Life. Rock Hudson for Giant and uh, Laurence Olivier. Or Richard III. Fuck Lawrence Olivier. Uh, Deborah Kerr. We'll get this out of the way. Deborah Kerr gets nominated for Best Actress for The King and I. She loses to Ingrid Bergman for Anastasia. Uh, also nominated Carol Baker for Baby Doll. Catherine Hepburn for The Rainmaker. Anastasia. That Kelly. sounds like that's a three-hour film. Oh, almost certainly. Um, Anatole Litvak. It's not nominated. Seems like something... Uh, what do we got here? 105 minutes. Fuck Holy you. Holy shit. And it's got Yule Brenner in. What a fucking dude, year for this fucking bald shit. Huh? Damn, dude. 
My man getting the work. Uh, yep. Dorothy Malone wins Best Supporting Actress for Written on the Wind. And Anthony Quinn wins Best Supporting Actor for Lust for Life. Those are the winners of the movie awards. Except that we're for... talking about. Yep. Uh, who the hell is Mercedes McCambridge? Oh, she was Mercedes in... Mercedes McCambridge, dude. Yeah, she was in All the King's Men. She got nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, 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 uh. What, uh, this is the first year. Uh, best nominated born, for what uh, movie? For Giant, right? Was she in Giant? Giant? Yeah, she is. Uh, this is the <laughs> first year that Best uh, Foreign Film is an actual competitive award, and La Strada wins from Italy. It's a uh, Fellini film with Anthony Quinn, and I've never fucking seen oh, it. Oh, Douglas Fellini. Will. That's right. Federico Douglas Fellini. Dougie Roger Doug Fellini. Fellini. Dougie Fresh Fellini. Poppin' Fresh. And the winner of the award. For is some reason. For nope, sorry. We skipped a whole ass movie. Oh, yeah, we the, did. The only one. The that only we other one we watched. Uh, from director Cecil B. DeMille. It's the Ten Commandments, the greatest event in motion picture history. Escaping death, a Hebrew infant is raised in a royal household to become a prince. Upon discovery of his true heritage, Moses embarks on a personal quest to reclaim his destiny as the leader and liberator of the Hebrew people. Charlton Heston, Yule Brenner, Ann Baxter, Edward G. Robinson, Yvonne DiCarlo, Deborah Paget, some fucking nine trillion people. Yvonne uh, DiCarlo from uh, the Monsters. That's Lily Monster. Uh, that's correct. Is that the mom? Or the, the, like, the hot niece? It's gotta be the mom, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. We both watched this. I've never seen The Ten Commandments. Um, it is very long. So long. And it is insane. And there's a cartoon fire tornado at the one point. At a couple uh, points. Well, there's the cartoon burning bush. Yep, that's some of the special effects in the Ten Commandments are undeniably kind of impressive for the time. Yeah, well, the, the Red like, Sea, the part like, in the like Red oh. Sea is, yeah. Uh, when they the water all of a sudden turns to blood, that's pretty cool. Um, and then there'll be like an entire hour in between, uh, like cool parts. Yeah, and there's like six cool parts, and that like, happens is, a few times. <laughs> oh my god, this movie was so long. It's three hours and fifty three minutes or something like that. Um. I mean, it's, it's shorter it if you take with out a, the five-minute intermission. And the... It takes time. If you take out the lecture from Cecil B. DeMille at the beginning yeah. about freedom, uh, the intermission, the intra-act, the overture. Boy. Uh, I can't I learned, imagine sitting for this in the theater. Dude, I learned this. So I was writing my letterbox review. I read it, Sean. What a great letterbox review. People are One still of the talking ones. about it. One of the better ones. And... Uh, I just I was I was talking about how they people used to watch this on TV and they would split it across two nights and it's like can you imagine sitting down making appointment television to go watch the Ten Commandments over two fucking nights? There's only three channels and this is taken up. And then I realized that uh, I learned that they air it only on one night, and they air it every year, and they still air it every fucking year. 
in two thousand and twenty-one with commercials. Fucking wild, dude. Four million people watched the Ten Commandments on ABC television in two thousand twenty-one in the That's second be year of a pandemic. Without... That's got to be houses where people died of COVID and they just have not turned the television, <laughs> right? Like. They had the Connors on, and then uh... 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic. Because I remember Easter that year being like, "Oh, Easter, what are we gonna do? Can we do anything? Can we breathe the air? Are eggs good? Can are the Easter bunny <laughs> do gonna the come? eggs Will have the Easter... COVID? Is the Easter bunny gonna get COVID? Five million people watched it, and I assume the drop between this is the death. Yeah, the people that unvaccinated. God will I, protect me from the virus. When they air it, they have to start airing it at 7 o'clock, and it has to end after the evening news has already... The 11 o'clock news gets pushed back. Why they do they preempt- have to start it at 7 o'clock? Is it too risky? Because risk otherwise a? they can't fucking get the whole thing in before the end of the day. No, they but why can't eight, they start it go at past 6? Midnight. Well, people are eating dinner. Don't be fucking unreasonable. How many... So... How many hours of that is commercial? Like, they got to have, like, two hours of commercials in there, right? Can you imagine just fucking sitting down and be like, oh, dude, I'm going to watch the Ten Commandments. Oh, sick. We got the premiere of the new Spider-Man trailer right after the first (laughs) plague. Wonderful. Great. What a special. This is great. I love synergy, corporate synergy. It's the best. Oh, cool. I really love it when corporations can come together and just dunk on other corporations. Oh, awesome. We've got a home improvement reunion coming up. Oh, that's so great. I'm wonderful. Oh, look at these toys that I could buy my kids for Christmas. This is great. Oh, back to the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not honor false idols. Dude, it's a four-hour movie, and they don't even get to the commandments for three hours and 45 minutes. Imagine watching this on TV. They just they, they You finally get to the and then that final commercial break. It's like, oh, the golden calf is just about to be set on fire, and then you get a commercial. Young for, Sheldon. Bring your family to Disney World. Make beautiful memories. Oh, it's me, Mickey Mouse. Honor thy mother and father and bring them to Walt Disney World for the Ten Commandments special. This year, if you can name all Ten Commandments, you'll get $6 off of an ice cream cone. I mean, I think Mickey Mouse would be a false idol. Strike down your words. I am your only idol. I am American Jesus, Mickey Mouse. Mickey. Praise me. Worship me. How can you be American Jesus when you're crushing Minnie every night? Just, ugh. Hey, you don't talk about that. What are you, what are you, Baby Yoda? Yeah, what are you over here talking about Mickey and Minnie having sex? Yeah, don't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, you got to talk about Baby Yoda getting that pussy. Minnie Mouse be giving it out for free. Hey, Baby Yoda, you watch your mouth. You watch your mouth, you mouse-ass bitch. I put one of your damn ears on your wife's pussy as a diaphragm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I will. I I'm so tired. Of Dude, just I'm being not alive. responsible for any of that. That is no. the fucking especially since it's a diaphragm. I meant to say dental dam. Jesus, ventriloquist I'm master over there. I'm switching voices. Yeah. I got three characters going. Got a young Kevin Driscoll happening here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Show me them titties. But the winner of the Academy Award. Oh, did, we did, did Moses, Moses figure it out you, and got it done? Yeah, we got anything more on the Ten Commandments? It is an interesting movie to talk about. Dude, but, I think uh, it's a lot better than... Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, dead yeah. around the world in 80 days. No question. Yeah. And it's still it's bad. So That's fucking how... long. Yeah, it's but it's <laughs> it's uh it's definitely got more of a story to it. Yeah, it's and definitely more interesting. Are, some of the sets are like pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, I mean, both of these movies around the world in 80 days, you got to I will hand it to them. They did seemingly travel to all of the places that they go. So yeah. the productions on both of these movies are fucking Did they actually go in around the world in 80 days? Who the fuck cares? I feel like it's just, a, like, they're both probably just on sound stages. They're just like, yeah, I'll find some mountains. Yeah, oh, it's the Alps. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. there's a lot of times in Ten Commandments when they're obviously standing in front of a screen. Yeah, but they also filmed on Mount Sinai. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Um, the Ten Commandments did some weird, uh, made some choices. And they, uh, they did, uh, they did. They, you know, at the beginning they say that the director card is like the people who will watch this film directed and produced by Cecil B. Yeah, DeMille they'll, they'll will pilgrimage pilgrimage to the same ground that Moses trod over twelve weeks ago, and so, that's why know. we're setting up a T-shirt stand there. Yep, you too can stand on the most influential mountain that multiple religions have been at war over for centuries. Try not to get shot. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but the winner, of course, and how could it not be around the world in 80 days? How could it not be? Directed by Michael Anderson, starring David Niven and... Canton Flau? Canton, Canton Floss. Canton the, Floss. The, the Mexican Pas- Charlie Chaplin. Passportau. Passportu. Uh, yeah, Robert Newton, Shirley MacLaine. This movie is... 182 minutes. It costs six million dollars to make. Oh, just like Steve Austin to rebuild him once he had injured himself. I would much rather watch an episode of the Six Million Dollars. Oh, every day. That was my favorite show growing up, dude. Those are the noises he used to make. Sean, I'm aware. I'm aware. I got very good at making them as I pretended to be him, just to get through life. Uh, I'm bionic. I can shut my bionic hearing off and I won't hear them picking on me. Shut up. <laughs> if I turn my hearing off, I can still pretend that I can't hear my mom. What the fuck, dude? That was too fast. Dude, that is insane. Get the fuck, Baby Yoda, go back to bed. You know, this fucking, the day after this episode comes out is 40 years since my mother died and you just fucking did that. Fuck so off. You're, you're, 40 you're years, on... Sean. That's longer than you've been alive, you bag of shit. Fuck off. I'm joking aside, man. This, you gotta do Fuck off. You're a jerk. You're it's a okay. fucking... Yeah, man. It's Fuck all right, you, baby. baby Yoda. No, Fuck dude. Fuck you. You're always Put giving your shit. head on my shoulder. Put my dick in your mouth, baby Yoda. I'm down. <laughs> Maybe Yoda, you're nasty. <laughs> okay. Dude, this movie sucked. Oh, my God. So, it's so long. Here's the plot. A fucking rich dipshit decides he's going to travel around the world in 80 days. And guess what? He does it. End of story. That's the whole thing. And he only does it because he crossed the international date line. Does it need to open with fucking good night and good luck? Edward R. Murrow presenting a fucking history of... 
film travel. Yeah, I thought I was on the wrong thing. And then I thought I was watching a... Uh... I was like, is this one of those Criterion editions with a throw yeah. little documentary at the front? Nope. This is Edward R. Murrow. That's actually how the movie opens. Sitting sitting at a desk, smoking a cigarette, talking about uh, the, the silent film from 1902 by George, and I'm not going to be able to say his last name, uh, George Mel- Melias, Melias uh, A Trip to the Moon. Everybody, of course... Uh, you, everybody knows the footage of the fucking rocket going up and hitting the moon in the eye, and it's the fucking smashing pumpkins. We love tonight, it. Tonight we video. live. We live for it. But it is famous footage. Like we all got the tattoo. Uh, and then he starts explaining that that's based on a book called "From the Earth to the Moon" by Jules Verne. And then he launches into how we've been to the moon, or no, we haven't been to the moon. I don't fucking know. Have we They're, been to the moon, Sean? People, but at this point, I don't know. At that point, we have. no. At that point, we no, haven't. no, no, no. That's in the sixties, right? Sixty-nine. Damn, nice. nice. Um, <laughs> fucking so. It's dumb. Stupid. We're the dumbest it's fucking dumb. people that have ever lived, and I'll do it every single time. That ever lived? Yeah, close. Uh, yeah, that was Apollo eleven, Apollo thirteen. Do you hear what happened to them? Um, it did. That's such a good movie. Yeah, I, sh- I keep meaning to rewatch that. I should so maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that tonight. So good. Uh, so yeah, they launch into a history of rockets and footage of the Earth from space, and then we cut to 1872 when an English gentleman named Phileas Fogg claims he can circumnavigate the world in 80 days, and all of his buddies at the Reform Club, whatever the fuck that is, it's the fucking Little St. James of fucking it's the One Percenters Club. 1800s, yeah, it's where they go to fucking just uh, fuck us all, do their pedophile, pedophile Satan worships. Yeah, it's in the basement of the pizza place. He he, ma- he makes a twenty thousand pound wager. Um, that's pretty heavy. That he can make it around the world in eighty days, that's and they're like, wait. they're like, no way, you can't. And he's like, I can. And they're like, oh, all right, cool. So then they all put five. They're all like, these the rich fuck guys. You say? These rich guys, they're all like, ooh, 5,000 pounds? That's, uh, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Uh, but Jesus Christ, I hope you lose. I can't lose 5,000 pounds. I'm only the fourth wealthiest person that's ever lived in human history. Uh, there's also like it's a... Rough. It's rough. It's rough There's a subplot. There's a subplot that's way more interesting than the actual plot that the Bank of England has been robbed. And there's a mystery about who did it. Yeah, and obviously it's him. Yeah, but uh turns out... No, but I mean, alert. obviously, when you're going into this, you're like, oh, dude, he's going around the world because he's... They're looking for the... They're looking for him. Yeah, Just so... Fucking leave. He uh, he hires a, a valet named... Uh, Passport Pass- 2. Passport 2, uh, who is played by... Jesus, Kenton Floss. One name, like Cher. Uh, who's this... this Seems like a pleasant enough guy. He's, I think, maybe the best part of the movie. I think he is, but I think it sucks. But I also don't like it. Yeah, that's the fucking. He's the goofy. He does a lot of it's silent like acting. Lewis. It's like Jerry Lewis, dude. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. You know, like the he's doing like Charlie and, Chaplin. He doesn't yeah. talk. He's just doing silent comedy. And he's just is, trying to smash every chick that walks by. I mean, wouldn't you though? He's just smashing. So, they start out in a uh, hot air balloon 
and they're going to fly that over the Alps because there was a snowstorm and the train is yeah, blocked. Yeah, like the, the tunnel's blocked for like a week. Here's so the they thing. buy. Like this guy goes in and he goes up. He goes, hey, guys, I can get around the world in 80 days. And Dude. they're like, no, you can't. And he has a very like particular. He's already mapped it out that it's actually possible and he'll do it. Yeah. And he's given himself like Dude, a little bit of. Toe has worked for him for a day. And then he's like, yeah. all right, we're going around the world. Pack. Pack. I don't know where your things are. Um, I only yeah. have one shirt. So they get in the hot air balloon, and they take off. And then it turns out, oh, geez, watch out. They went the wrong direction, and They're they landed in They're over the Spain. mountains. They're grabbing snow for their champagne. How do you not know which direction you're going? Oh, fuck you, dude. If I sent you up in a hot air balloon, you would have no idea. I would know that. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I, You'd at be some like, point, oh, wait go, a minute. There oh. is the Raynham Market Basket. There is go, the Bridgewater Market Basket. I go, wait basket. a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where are the Alps that we're supposed to be flying? We're supposed to be flying over mountains. We're flying over goddamn Barcelona. I'm seeing bulls everywhere. Oh, look at all the bulls down there. This is a nice view of the bulls. So they land in Spain, and they're just like, oh, brother. And then they stay in Spain for one hour. Of film, they go to a bullfight. No, they go to some kind of dance, yeah, dinner. Then they, they go, go to Epcot. This movie is Epcot Center. They go to a bullfight, and oh, watch out! One of the matadors is Passport Two. Do you remember back when uh, Disney used to do like the Sunday night, like the uh, well, they used to be like the uh, Disney thing, and then the Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. I I remember the wild the why uh, the the magical world of Disney. I remember yeah. that, but it would only have been like it was like a revival when I would would have seen it. Yeah, and they weren't back doing the, the Mutual of Omaha anymore. Back in the, like the seventies, early eighties, they used to like to have the Sunday night block, and it feels like this movie is that. You know, it's like I mean, there's it's a, a ride, travel yeah. program. There's a ride at Epcot called Soarin'. Yeah. Where you go in and you sit in a fake hand glider and you you look and at a giant, the world giant gigantic days. screen, and then in in like three and a half minutes you travel the world and you experience culture and smells and blah blah bullshit. And uh, I hate that ride, but it was better than this movie, which does the exact same thing only a lot longer. Uh, yeah, three and a half hours longer. And less smells. Less smells. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah, create dude. your own smells. I, I can't go three hours without showering or else I start to stink. So this movie was a real problem. Is watching that it uh, sitting. your kidneys? What is that? Is that your thyroid? I don't know. I don't. Doctors like are. Thyroid shot. You should get that looked at. Doctors are fucking perplexed. Stumped. Yeah. But the good news is that I was able to create the Pfizer vaccine off of my stink. So. Uh, enjoy it, people. Get your boosters. Dude, I got the Pfizer. If I had known that it was your stank, yeah, you would have just gotten I it sooner. Got COVID. I would have just got COVID. Oh well, okay. Enjoy, enjoy your fucking what ventilator or whatever. Your booster shot. That's all right. All right, this drift stinks. You stink. This we all movie stink. stinks, dude. They go from there. They go to I don't know Italy. They go to fucking. Like then, everywhere they go, it's just a place for Passporto to do like a get into some hijinks, find a pretty lady, it not goes, get laid. They go to 
is it Japan where he get they try to set his dead body on fire with the lady, but he's not dead. He almost yeah. gets set on fire a couple times in this. Uh, no, that's that's yeah. I don't, dude. I was in and out of this thing, yeah. And I was not. I could. I had the hardest time paying attention because it is so boring. Um, at some point, Shirley MacLaine gets on board. She becomes the third dude, party of this. Even, yeah, as a. Uh, She's like a princess from India, and she was about to be burned alive, and they save her. That's and then, the one in the the India princess. They put she's on the pyre. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, realize yeah. it was Shirley MacLaine until no, because it's something. not supposed to be. It shouldn't be because she's no. a white Irish lady. Love Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, I'd love her. Uh, Fantastic. Trouble about Harry. Uh, at some point, there's uh, this guy, Inspector Fogg, some fucking Scotland. No, Inspector Fix from Scotland Yard gets sent to trail them because they think that uh, David Niven is the jewel th- is the bank robber. Yeah. And so they it's go away, and he just follows them around, and he gets fucking tripped up in their fucking and Like, all adventures. the newspapers are reporting on where he is. It yeah, just this seems is, so fucking weird. This is the biggest fucking news story in the world. Yeah. Five rich guys have a 20,000-pound wager, and everybody's like, <gasps> can we also is get Is there that home? much money in the world? And then they're all making side bets, and they're all getting insider information, and the whole thing blows. Uh, they get to Yokohama. They go to San Francisco. When they're in San Francisco, they go into a saloon where – uh, Marlena Dietrich is playing is the hostess. I didn't realize that until after well, that's, it. I was looking so, through the the uh, cast. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking people in here for literal seconds. So it used to be like it's kind of like it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah, or and there's a Cannibal couple other Run movies type deal. Yeah, yeah, those Cannibal Runs way later, but Mad 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 Worlds a couple years after this. The uh, Magnificent Men and their flying machines, some other. There's a couple of these like big epic three and a half hour roadshow pictures where yeah. they would just bring in like you'd be like, oh, it's Buster Keaton. Oh, it's He's fucking. Gone. Oh yeah! Wow! Oh my gosh! There's Peter Laurie. Oh whoa! There's another fucking person that I recognize. Yeah. And then you're just like, it's like in Mad 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 World, they bring out the fucking, the three, they wheel out the fucking decaying corpses of the three stooges. Yeah. Well, it's like in this, when they're on the boat, and it's, uh, the crew is Victor McLaglin and Andy Devine. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like Frank Sinatra's at the piano, he turns around, but he's not, in, like, he's gone. That Sinatra thing sucks. Sucks. It's so stupid. Yeah, he's that's like literally the only shot of him, right? He turns around, he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he's playing the piano, and that's it. I assume that was a fucking, he's fucking Shirley MacLaine, Sitch, or she's part of the Rat Pack unofficially yeah. somehow. I mean, <sighs> it, it feels like it could have just, you know, like there's so many, there's so much of that, just... Peter Laurie, was, Peter Laurie is the one that, he's got like, he's got a scene. He's got a scene, like, yeah, he's... And he's in color, which we're not a fan of. He was towards the end too. He was sick. Um. Yeah. So they go to San Francisco and they're in the saloon. They're getting in fights and. But he was great, they're... dude. Peter Laurie was fantastic. Sure. Not not oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. much in this shitty movie. Just 
No, everybody in this movie. Did I'm you ever sure watch did. M? Have you seen M yet? I've not seen M. No, I do have to see that one. Um, then they travel across the United States. They get to New York. They go over. Uh, they're in a train and they're going over they, a rickety bridge, and they, they just go with just the Indians. Go faster, and they're like, okay, and they go faster, and then the fucking insane. bridge collapses. Uh, yeah, can, uh, Passport 2 gets kidnapped by the Native Americans, and he's going to get set on fire, but then the cowboys come in and just slaughter them because this is a fun movie. And I mean, then there's get... the whole shootout on the train where everybody on the train's shooting at them. Yeah, no, he's going to have a fucking... He gets in a fight with some fucking dipshit rich guy, and they're going to have a duel on the fucking passenger car of the train. Oh, yeah, please don't shoot the wood. I'll get charged for it. Yeah, the company that, will charge me. And that, I think that was Buster Keaton. Uh, oh, is that Keaton that he gets in the fight with? No, no, no. The, the, uh, oh, the got, train the, dude? Yeah. So then that guy gets shot in the arm with an arrow through the window, and then they're like, oh, no, and then they We're start doing the... Oh, You're true blue. It's like, Jesus Christ, this stinks. Yeah. They get to New York, then they get on the... They get this rickety fucking, like, Gloucester fisherman reject boat that they have to absolutely destroy so they have enough fuel to get to uh, England. And so they're just yeah, like... Yeah, he just buys the boat from the captain. He buys the boat and he's like, yeah, okay, Captain, here's the money for the boat and I need you to take all of the wood off of it and use it to burn so we get to England in two days or some shit. And they're going they're to like, burn the... Uh... Andy Devine's like, whatever you say! <laughs> I love that guy, dude. He's one of my favorite character actors of all oh, time. Oh, sure. He's got the best voice. Don't burn the mermaid! Uh, yeah, because he's, he's fucking Robert Pattinson in the lighthouse just beating off to that thing every day at sea. Oh, man, you gotta be, right? You gotta, at least one of those men had a personal relationship with that thing. Um, they get home, they're delayed. Shirley MacLaine is so apologetic because if they hadn't Because of her racial to... stereotype, of, oh, no, because of something else. If they hadn't stopped to keep her alive, they would have won... 20,000 pounds, and he's like, mm, no, yes, no, I love you, and no, it's fine, and and we'll get married tomorrow. And then he sends uh, Passport 2 to go plan a wedding by himself on a day's notice for David Niven and this Indian princess, and... Every time he, realized, he sends Passport 2 to go do something, he gets in a bit of a pickle. And this guy can't do nothing right. Uh... But when he's out, he realizes, wait a minute, it's not Sunday, it's Saturday, because they passed the international date line, and that means that he It was 80 days that they won, I guess. So, then he goes there, and uh, Shirley MacLaine... Uh, shows up there and they're like, oh, lady, no, gross. Oh, you can't eat. come in. The world will end. Yucky, yucky, yucky. And he's like, maybe the world should end or some, I don't know, some dipshit fucking, whoa, isn't he a fucking feminist line? Um, This movie is absolute ass. I would not recommend anybody ever watch it. Ever. I think that Library of Congress should burn <clears throat> all the copies it has. I'm mad that I purchased it for $5. You can walk around Epcot in an hour less than it takes to fucking watch this thing. It's And have a lot more fun. You get churros. 
Or you know what? Maybe Eat take some... your own trip around the world in 80 days. It will Eat feel a churro. little shorter. Well, that seems like it's cost prohibitive for a lot of people. It is hard to do. I mean, Disney is also cost prohibitive, but I'm just saying. Yeah, arguably more. It's probably yeah. easier to get around the world in 80 days than it is to go to Disney. All right, dude. I'm just I'm trying to give them alternatives to watching this movie. Whatever you um, have to do, watch the Jackie Chan one. I can't actually It has say, to be better. I can't say to do that because I watched like five minutes of it and shut it off. It's got Steve Coogan. Yeah, I didn't. Phineas he, Fogg. And, yeah, uh, Jackie Chan fell from a tree and said, I'm your valet. <sighs> and I was like, all right, I can't do this. I mean, I think any other movie nominated this year would have been a better choice, and I have not seen three of them. I think any other movie made would have been a better choice. I cannot wait till we get out of this fucking period of everything has to be three-hour-long epics. It's painful. Um, we got a, some long ones coming up, dude. Yep. Yes, we do. It's uh, Cleopatra, 63. Cleopatra is 64. Yeah, 63. It's like four hours and 11 minutes, I think. Uh, yeah, the same year as How the West Was Won, which should is, probably, like, I think, five probably, hours. I've seen that one. Well, should probably stack Cleopatra now. You should, but we also have to get through, in the weeks ahead, Ben-Hur. Um, Bridge on the... Oh, uh, next oh, week's Bridge movie, on the River. Is West Side great. Story, Lawrence of Labia. Ra- Lawrence of Labia. <laughs> Lawrence of Labia? Oh, you said what you guys talking about? <laughs> what movie's that? I'm down. I'd be a guest. Oh man, Baby Yoda, <laughs> Dirty Baby Yoda. Thank you for your time on the podcast today. We appreciate you coming on. Do you have anything you want to plug? Do you yeah, have any apology? Do would you like to pass out any apologies to people? I would like to apologize to all the women that I have not sodomized yet. Baby Yoda. That's not even. That's not. I'm just, I want to apologize for about that, I guess. Apologize to you two sensitive bitches. And then uh, I like to apologize to. Uh, I want to uh, look. Here's the thing. I do have a couple of plugs. First of all, I like to plug your mom. All right, baby Yoda. Enough. Enough. If you can't behave, you're not allowed to. He's do this talking to session. you right there, right? Your mom, not my mom. He's talking. Baby he's Yoda. looking me. He's looking me right in the fucking eyes, Billy. All he's right. not talking about All your right, mom. That's cool. I would never say that about your sweet angel. She, guardian angel. She looks down on us from heaven. Thank you, baby Yoda. Thank you for that, dirty baby Yoda. Or up to us. I don't know, uh, baby Yoda. You fucking prick. Jesus, dude. I'm done. You fucking figure out a way out of this. I'm All done right. with this episode. Baby Yoda, do you want to tell the people we're watching next week? Not really. Well, will you? I guess. It's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's, I don't really. I'm now, I'm now on the spot. I, I just used to like come in and say something like filthy and mean, See, but this fucking loser can't even fucking do it, dude. Uh, it's a, next week is a bridge on the river Kwai, so that's a movie that you guys can watch and if you want to. Uh, there's other movies also. I really want to see Clifford the Big Red Dog. You you want to see Clifford the Big Red Dog? You haven't yeah, but seen it yet? It's been out for like a month. Yeah, but it's on Paramount Plus. I don't have that one. <laughs> I'm a Disney Plus boy. I'm contractually obligated to only watch things on Disney Plus. That's Let's... where I live, on The Mandalorian, season three coming soon. Seems like you should take it up with your parent company. Yeah, dude, don't talk to us. We don't give a fuck. I know you don't give a fuck. That's the problem with you two. Now the wonder you have any kind of ancient gumption. 
You guys got no fucking initiative. This podcast gets 35 fucking listeners every week, and every week you set up the fucking microphones, you do the goddamn thing, it doesn't make any sense. You don't even like each other that much. That's pretty good. Why don't you just call each other while you watch the fucking movies? Why do you <laughs> gotta fucking make everybody listen to this shit? It doesn't make any fucking sense. You know what? We probably could do it like that. You're texting the whole time. Just fucking just take the next step, FaceTime, and just be like, oh, oh, remember that part? That was good. Fucking idiots. Did you, all right, baby Yoda, enough, dude. Enough, dude. Dude, Come on. is this what therapy is like? Just for fucking when I'm therapying on your mom. <laughs> all right. <laughs>